illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here we'll tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host, head chef planner and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me as always from the Heiner Tailgater Northern Command Outpost, the lead driver and director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how in the heck are you doing? Well, we'll find out shortly if we have to record this thing twice or just once tonight. We, we, I, I don't think we're, we're not going to have a, uh, a dress rehearsal tonight. We're just going to go straight into it. Okay. Now, the we're, pur- alive. we're doing it live. <laughs> the purpose of illegal participation is for us to spread our inside experiences and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others and just generally talk Beaver sports, football, tailgating, and have some fun along the way. I want to remind everyone you can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device on the Stitcher Radio app. You can also listen to subscribe to us on iTunes or any uh podcatcher that you might use if you want to get in touch with us there's a couple ways heinrich tailgater gmail.com follow me on twitter i am at heinrich tailgater and also track out heinrich tailgater on facebook beach we do have a little bit of listener email to get to today yeah because i was told by one of our listeners that you don't check email very often well this this is true i don't always look what's stupid is on my email app on my phone I literally just had to click like two other things to get over to because they're all linked up through Gmail. But yeah, I, I got but, I, but I usually look at my personal email. I don't always look at the at the tailgater email, and I just hadn't. So, but yes. So how many emails have we missed then? Well, I, we don't normally miss it because I look at it, you know, once every week to see when Kyle, because that's usually where Kyle sends his picks. Okay. So okay. it's not like I'm missing weeks at a time. I've just missed a few days. Okay. So, so listener Doug did send us an email last week that said, just listen to this week's podcast better than ever. I guess the rehearsal helped. Want to let you know, we're bringing two dozen apple cupcakes to the tailgate on Sunday. We'll get there around two, Doug and Jana. So yeah, Doug and Jana, the cupcakes were great. B, did you get one? 
they I did get one. They were awesome. They were delicious. Yes, and um, yes, and last brought, week brought, brought brought the pumpkin bars. Yes. And uh, and who brought the cookies? Does anybody know who brought the cookies? I don't know who brought the cookies to the tailgate. No, but anyway, yeah. So but yeah, so if, if you guys listen and uh, and you come to our tailgater, one of the things we we rarely do is uh, plan dessert. Yeah, we, we rarely do dessert. Uh, if people want to bring dessert, that's great. Uh, we're usually the only time we ever do it is when we did the uh, the elephant ears. Did elephant ears? We did churros. Churros, and uh, then mom mom occasionally does those uh, pudding shots, and Jessica occasionally does uh, Jello shots. But I wouldn't call that dessert. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so anyways, so thanks for the email, Doug. We appreciate it, and we appreciated the. Uh... The cupcakes too. All right, Beach. We did get another email. Ooh, exciting! This one's from uh, listener Dano. Okay. Down in Texas. You know, we should get a map and see where all of our listeners are from. Yeah, there's be a pretty small map. (laughs) I'd like to know where all five people live, Billy. All right. Well, Beach Dano writes. I'm sure that there will be much. To, well, I think the the title of it, the title of his email was, "That escalated quickly." And he writes, "That escalated quickly." Yep. This could be like a Johnny Carson, uh, the great. Uh, what was that oh, when he did that? The oh, what was uh, that? He, he, damn it! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> when he when he was like the the fortune teller. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah, that escalated quickly. All right. So Dano writes, Dano writes, I'm sure that there'll be much discussion about what, about just what the hell happened last night and looking forward to hearing y'all's take on the game. I know that Utah has a few guys that could have left for the NFL last year that stuck around to go along with having more talent than the Beavs overall. But wow, was not expecting that score bug to come across the phone. Love the musical interlude theme for the season. And I'd be remiss if I didn't issue a friendly reminder that Motley Crue's Theater of Pain, Rats' Invasion of Your Privacy, and Dire Straits' Brothers in Arms were all released in 1985. Damn. Wow. So, well. You know what what, what was also released in 1985? What? The Blizzard at Dairy Queen. Oh, really? Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. What was funny, remember when they first released them, they'd always uh, serve them to you upside down? Yes, they still do. Well, now they do now. They didn't for a long time, but they've brought it back. Yeah, yeah. But they only have to do the first one. If you get like 10, they're only going to do the first one. Yeah, yeah. But if they don't do it, you get it for free. Yep. So, but anyways. Yeah, so, uh, well, uh, thanks for the email, Dano. What? And and the monthly special is the Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough. Oh, yeah, I know. We drive by the one yeah. in in, uh, in uh, Monmouth every day, and we always check it out. And in Monmouth, they have a punch card. Oh, really? Yeah, so you buy 10 blizzards. You get one uh-huh. free. You get one free. Wow! What if the other ones have that, or if it's just a Monmouth thing? And here's the thing: you buy any size Blizzard, you get a punch. Your free, Ooh. your free one can be any size. So always buy the small ones, and then you get the large one for free. And here's another thing: Tuesdays <laughs> is Double Punch Tuesday. So <laughs> we don't. We, the boys and I don't go every Tuesday, but we go every once in a while, and then we wait till Honestly. we. On Tuesday, we always go on Tuesday, and so we do it maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. But then when okay. we get three full cards, 
And uh-huh. I, I don't normally get a blizzard. I'll get them for the boys. But then uh-huh. once we have three full cards, we all go in and get free large blizzards. <laughs> so it's great. That's awesome. I remember the first time we went in, you know, because we each had a card, and the boys were like, you going to get one? I'm like, heck yeah, you know, free blizzard. And I go up there, and I ordered a large one. They're like, you're getting large? I'm like, it's free. Why not? So, anyways, you got to live your life. But, Dano, a couple things about Dano's email. We will be talking, obviously, about the game that happened. Yep, that was a heck of a thing. And and the rest of the thing about the 1985 um, albums that released, Dano, you will be pleasantly surprised when we get to today's musical interlude. All right, Beach, you ready to get into I, I was going to ask, I was going to ask Dano if he's seen the dirt, uh, the on what is that Netflix? On Netflix, Prime? which yeah, one had it? It's Netflix, Netflix and the it's dirt. The, it's the uh, Motley Crue autobiography movie of their autobiography. Yes, I have yeah, not. So if you if you haven't seen it, Dano, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I have not watched it yet, but I do want to go watch. Oh, so. the the first the first three minute intro will absolutely disgust you. No, I'm sure. They were disgusting yeah, guys. Yeah. I actually read the book. Hey, I'm surprised it didn't. It's like not NC-17. Yeah, they're they're disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Beach, you ready to get into some? Who, who, are the two, who are the two guys? What was it? Was it Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses where they didn't take showers for like a, a month? That was. Oh man, I can't remember. Remember, it was I, I, I It was either it was, it was either Motley Crue. It and Tommy was Motley Crue. It was Mick, Nikki Six, and, okay. and 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 Tommy Lee. Yeah, because yeah. they were they were seeing who could go the longest without taking a shower, and still get laid. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't shower, and they were still getting laid. Yeah, a, lo- a lot. <laughs> Which just disgusts you even more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. All right, Beach. Where, where are we? Ready to go to some Beaver Sports News? Yes, Billy. Been waiting for this since we did the last one twice. Okay, Beach. First up, women's volleyball. Love women's volleyball, Billy. My favorite sport. How are we doing? Well, junior Maddie Goings returned to form Friday night, leading the OSU offense with nine kills. But the Beaver volleyball team fell in three sets to number 11 Washington Friday night in OSU's first conference rose test of the season. Yeah, no, I don't like big butts, Billy, and I cannot lie. Well, Beach, um, on Sunday afternoon, junior opposite hitter Haley Bennett was lights out, recording a career-high 22 kills. And? Or a butt? But it wasn't enough as the Oregon State volleyball team fell to number 24 Washington State in four sets. It's a world of ands and butts. Yep. <clears throat> now, after opening the conference season 2-0, and the Beavers are now 2-4 and in the league with an 8-9 and nine record overall. That's not good. Nope, so they need to get that conference record back up. They need, need some more wins. Now, Oregon State is back at home next week to host the L.A. schools at Gill. The Bees will face USC on Friday at 7, and then take on UCLA on Sunday at 2. Both matches will air live on Pac- Pac-12 Network. Was there fencing around Gill a couple weeks ago? I don't know. Okay, when I walked up to the um, Beaver store here, not I think it was a couple, like probably three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, uh-huh. um, I thought there was fencing around Gill. I didn't know what they were doing, but maybe I imagined it too. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't been over there. When we go into the game, I walk into our – I haven't been to the bookstore in a few weeks, and so and I don't okay. normally walk up there to Gill this time of day. All right. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> My next favorite sport, 
women's soccer. Yep, Beach women's soccer. Oregon State I, held. I, what? Yeah, I heard. I heard it didn't go well. I'm sure there's a but here. Well, Beach Oregon State held strong defensively in the second half, but ultimately fell two to nothing to number two Stanford on Thursday night at Lorenz Field. Then on Sunday afternoon, Oregon State outshot California 22-11 while battling the Golden Bears to a 0-0 draw in Pac-12 play. I heard uh, Stanford had quite a few shots on goal. I think the listener Doug told me that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just like, you know, we talked about volleyball. They were playing, what, number 24 and number 11? And now soccer, they Mm -hmm. played number two. You know, it's it's the Pac-12. Everyone's freaking ranked in some of these some of these sports. Wow. Um, the volleyball team will continue the home stretch next Friday, October 18th at volleyball seven. Or soccer. Volleyball so- or soccer. Soccer. I'm sorry. Uh, when they uh, their home stretch next Friday at 7 p.m. when they host Washington for the damn cancer match. The damn cancer match. Okay. All right, Beach on to men's soccer. Adrian Crespo scored his third goal of the season, but the Oregon State men's soccer team was unable to come away with the result as the Beavers fell 2-1 to one to number 2 Washington Sunday afternoon in Seattle. The Beavers will now head into a 10-day break in their schedule with a record of 5-5-1 overall, 2-2-1 two, two, and one in Pac-12. <sighs> Been a, it was a rough week overall, wasn't it? It was, it was a rough week in Beaver sports. Wow. Hey, Billy, do you hear that? Well, no, because uh, it's time to do some uh, women's basketball. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible segue there, Beach. So, Beach, uh, we, are moving, we are moving into the winter sports, which uh, means basketball will be getting ready. And both the men and the women had their uh, Pac-12 media days yes, uh, last week. But for women's basketball, there was some news. Some of the top players in the world will be on display at Gill Coliseum November 4th when Team USA faces the Oregon State women's basketball team in an exhibition matchup. The contest will be part of an exhibition tour for the Stars and Stripes that pits Team USA against some of the top national powers in college basketball. Now, season ticket holders will have access to pre-sale tickets until Friday, October 11th, with tickets going on sale to the public. Well, I guess tickets go on sale to the public yesterday, Monday, October 14th. Uh, they will range from 10 to $17 and be available at beavertickets.com or by calling 541-737-4455. Now, Team USA will play four exhibitions against NCAA foes prior to the start of the 2019-20 regular season. The U.S. has won six straight Olympic gold medals as well as the last three FBI, FIBA World Cups. Overall, the Stars and Stripes have won gold at 17 major tournaments, including the 1984 Olympics which featured, featured Beaver, which featured Beaver legend Carol Mankin shout. Mm. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So November fourth. That's not that far away. No, no, getting close. And just a little bit of a uh, uh, recap from some Beaver news that actually happened last week. Beach last week, Oregon State quarterback Jake Luton was named the Pac-12 Conference's Offensive Player of the Week. And punter Daniel Rodriguez was named the special teams player of the week. Now, obviously, we all remember that Luton um, threw a career-best five touchdown passes and completed 18 of 26 for 285 yards in the 48-31 win win over UCLA. He also had that 19-yard scoring uh, run late. Mm -hmm. And then Rodriguez punted three times for an average of 47.7 yards. He was also credited with a 23-yard kickoff on the drop kick that the Beavers recovered as an onside kick. Um, 
And uh, he also booted a 62-yard punt late in the second quarter to help protect a 27-10 lead that the Beavers took into halftime. Hmm. All righty. Yep. Oh, Billy. Yes, Beach. Do you hear that? Yes, I do. Hold on. Just one second. Okay. Billy. Yes, Beach. This just in. The U of O, and that's a little U, a little O, uh, held a coming out day festival on National Coming Out Day, Friday the 11th. Did you know that it was National Coming Out Day? Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't know. <clears throat> of course, you would know. Um, I have a lot of friends. Oh, gotcha. Haley Wilson, U O L G B T. Education and Support Services Coordinator says it's important to celebrate someone's honesty with themselves and their loved ones about their identity. Co-sponsored with the LGBTQA3 uh, Student Alliance, Wilson says the festival will include LGBTQ resource booths as well as crafts, history display, a bouncy course, and and a coming outdoor. This has been your update from Eugene. I'd like to make some comments on this if I could. Okay. Okay. People complain that college costs too much, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Why do we need a UO LGBT education and support services coordinator. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really like the whole thing just kind of baffles me. Okay. And what does a bouncy house have to do with being an LGBTQ? And what the hell is an A3? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I because they've changed that that acronym up so many times. So we got lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, which I don't understand what queer is, and then A3. And I'm assuming that's like A to the third. So is it A A A? Asexual. I don't know. That's changed so many times. One yeah. anyway. asexual. I just really don't get it, okay? Because get an education, go to your classes, do your homework, get a part-time job, pay your bills, get the hell out, get a job, have a life. That's all that is. And the fact that we have to have a bouncy house and crafts and a coming outdoor. I mean, if if sexuality was this important, I mean, I'm glad we didn't have it when I went to college, because we probably have. For me, it would have been a big hamper, and I would have had to drop my one token sock in the son of a bitch, right? Be like, hey, here's my sock. Yep, that's me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, gas pile. Be a big ass pile of dirty laundry. That's what it is. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, it just pisses me off. Okay. Because I really don't that. need a podcast. <laughs> you'd be throwing that, you'd be throwing that sock, sock. 
<laughs> you'd be throwing that sock in there, and you'd hear someone say, say goodbye to your kids, Dad. Or say, say goodbye to your dad, kids. Bye, Dad. Oh. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I mean, this just goes back. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this just, I mean, this just speaks to bigger than college. Or anything. Yeah. And, and so, so I did some little research before, before, before tonight's thing. Okay. Uh-huh. So I just, just would like to throw some, some commentary here. Okay. The average tuition at the university of Oregon right now mm-hmm. uh, with room and board and tuition and books and fees and everything, the average cost is $25,815 per year. Now, does that include uh, room and board? Yes. Okay. Yeah. $25,850 per year. Okay. Um, I think tuition was only about $10,000 of that cost. Yeah. Okay. So do you know how much this, and, and that's what the, the out-of-pocket expense for a student is. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much the state contributes no, to the University of Oregon no, how much? for subsidize the college? How much is, is it broken down per student? No, no. I, I did did some math. Uh, University of Oregon has roughly a little less than twenty four thousand students. Okay. Okay. So, um, the last for two thousand and I think it was nineteen budget year, um, seventy five million in state appropriation. Wow. Okay, so that's roughly $3,125 per student. Okay. Okay, so the student pays $10,000 for, for, his, for his or her uh, tuition, and then the, the state, you and I, you know, taxpayer, subsidized it to the tune of $3,125 per student. Mm-hmm. There's 2.6 million taxpayers in the state of Oregon, uh, whether you filed married or joined there, whatever, 2.6 million individual taxpayers. So it's roughly about, um, what did that come out to be? About $30 per taxpayer that we are paying to, um, is that right? Yeah, for University of Oregon. Now that's just the University of Oregon. Now start thinking about how many public colleges are in Oregon and how much each one is getting subsidized. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I go back and this LGBTQ to A Z whatever support service. What do you think she makes in a year? Well, I mean, this just goes to a, a broader thing than that. I mean, no, it's, it's a totally broader thing. But but I'm, her and and the fifty thousand other people that are employed at the universities across the state that don't contribute to education. They're merely social services. Yeah, yeah, and. Which I said, I'm, like I said, is a bigger thing. And and it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. If you want lower costs for education, cut the BS out. Well, that just goes for government in general. Absolutely. 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 But yeah, just shocked me. $75 million in appropriation just to the University of Oregon per year. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you know what? Yeah, and it, do you and know it what? has been up several million per year every year. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Of course. So anyway, yeah. Hmm. So just so you know, there was a bouncy house for you that you could have enjoyed for free. It just really cost you about $30 um, <laughs> a year. And, <laughs> and uh, 
and then uh yeah um next time when they have their their coming outdoor uh i myself would like them to put out a hamper uh got a few socks for me. So, <laughs> anyway uh, all right all right beach there you, you go there's my yeah are you ready to go under right, further review for week number seven in the pack 12 after further review the runner did cross the line sure let's do this all right beach um heading into the week uh let's see here uh kyle i hate you kyle kyle was in last place with 27 out of 49 you and i were tied with 31 out of 49 so -hmm. first up we had one game on friday the 11th we had colorado at oregon well after the uh, university of oregon players got done uh, in the bouncy house and uh, and challenge course and went through the door. Um, I think uh, we all picked them to beat Colorado after that. Yes, we did. Uh, Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert threw for 261 yards and two touchdowns, while Cyrus Habibi Likio rushed for three more, and Oregon beat Colorado 45-3 to on Friday night for its fifth straight victory. Now running back Jalen Red rushed for a touchdown and caught a pass for another score for the Ducks who are 3-0 to open Pac-12 play for the first time since 2013. C.J. Verdell rushed for 171 yards, and the Ducks finished with 527 yards of offense, including a season-best 288 yards on the ground. Now, for Colorado, Steven Montez threw for 131 yards, for, and oh, but he was intercepted four times on four consecutive drives. It is a second, wow. straight, it is a second straight loss for the Buffs, whose three points were the fewest they've scored in a game since they were shut up by Washington State in 2017. Been a rough year for uh, Colorado. Well, remember they 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 fired uh, McIntyre last year. Who you know, and I thought they were having a pretty good year up until Oregon State beat them. Well, yeah, they were five and zero, weren't they? Yeah, they were five and zero until they lost to the Beavs, and then they lost the next six games after that. So they ended oh, up five and seven. How was their schedule last year? Was it tougher on the on the backside? Well, just after that loss to the Beavs, everything went downhill. Wow. Yeah. So we thought we were a cakewalk. All right. So we all got the win there. All the rest of the games, beads were on Saturday the twelfth. First up, mm-hmm. Washington State at Arizona State. I hate you, Bill. Why was that, Beach? Because Kyle and I picked the Cougs, but we pick the Cougs as a noun and we should have been thinking about the Cougs as a verb. And had we thought about the Cougs as a verb instead of a noun, we would have picked ASU. Well, Arizona state quarter or Arizona state quarterback, Jaden Daniels scored on a 17 yard scramble with 34 seconds left and threw three touchdown passes earlier to alien Brandon Ayuk leading number 18, Arizona state to a 38 to 34 comeback victory on Saturday. Arizona State trailed by three after Blake Mazza made a 31-yard field goal with two and a half minutes left. Taking over at their own 25-yard line, the Sun Devils moved quickly down the field behind Daniels' pinpoint passing. The freshman who led similar drives to wins against Michigan State and Cal capped it with his scramble, helicoptering off a defender into the end zone for the score. Daniels threw for 363 yards on 26 of 36, Ayuk had seven catches for 196 yards despite an illness that kept him out for portions of the game. Now, the Cougs allowed 498 yards and folded when they needed to stiffen the most, allowing Daniels to hit six of eight passes for 52 yards on the winning drive. Washington State's defense was solid early under interim coordinator Rock Bellatoni. 
sacking Daniels three times in his first nine plays while holding Arizona State to 23 yards in the first quarter. The Devils came alive behind Daniels and Ayuk connection. The pair hooked up on a 40-yard touchdown early in the second quarter. Then Ayuk broke a tackle to turn a short completion into an 86-yard score. Hmm. There you go. Well, and like I said, they cooged it. How yeah. many cooks? How many cooks have they done this uh, this year? At least two. Yeah, it might be more up to three. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So nobody. So I got you get the, the point. Yep. Put you in the lead at this point. We'll see how bad it goes on for the rest. All right, Beach. Up next, next. USC at Notre Dame. And uh, we picked uh, touchdown Jesus and the uh, the Fighting Irish. Tony Jones, Tony Jones Jr. rushed for a career high 176 yards. Ian Book scored on an eight yard run with 333 left, and Jonathan Dorer kicked three long field goals as the Irish won. 30-27 to 27 in the 91st meeting of the longtime rivals. Now, it was the third straight victory for the Fighting Irish over the Trojans, and it wasn't easy after USC had drawn within 23-20 to 20 behind true freshman quarterback Keaton Slovis. Book's touchdown ended a 14-play, 75-yard drive that took 6.54 off the clock. The Irish quarterback, who rushed for 49 yards and added 165 yards through the air on 17 of 32 passing. The Trojans' marquee step, who ran for 82 yards, scored from the two with 104 left to make it 30-27. to 27. Notre Dame's Brock Wright then recovered the onside kick, and the Irish ran out the clock. Now, Slovis for USC completed 24 of 35 passes for 255 yards, and his first came back from a concussion three weeks ago. He threw touchdown passes of 38 yards to Amon Ra St. Brown in the third quarter and five yards to Tyler Vons in the fourth. Wow. Yep. And actually, USC... Um, kept that game a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. <clears throat> Actually, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah, and just in case nobody understands what I meant by touchdown Jesus, they've got a beautiful mural of Jesus right behind the uh, uprights <clears throat> at uh, Notre Dame, correct? Yeah. yeah, and he's just got his arms raised to heaven, but it looks like he's calling a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. Little touchdown Jesus. Yep. <clears throat> okay, what was the next game, Billy? What was game number four? Uh, we had Washington at Arizona. Ooh. And so, Billy, I believe you picked the Huskies on this one, and Kyle and uh, myself picked the Wildcats. So how would we do? Well, Beach, Washington quarterback Jacob Eason threw for 243 yards and two touchdowns. Salvin Ahmed ran for three touchdowns, and Washington rallied in the second half to beat Arizona 51-27 to on Saturday night. Now, it was an impressive bounce-back win, especially for the offense for Washington after a deflating 23-13 loss to Stanford last week. Washington trailed at 17-13 uh, at halftime, but responded with two touchdowns in the third quarter to take a 27-17 lead. The Huskies left little doubt about the outcome early in the fourth quarter after two good throws by Eason. The first was a 39-yard completion to Jordan Chin over the middle of the field, and the second was a 22-yarder to Fuller that led him into the corner of the end zone just inside the pylon. Washington finished with 207 yards rushing, including 106 yards by Sean McGrew and another 95 from Ahmed. Arizona had its four-game win streak snapped. Now quarterback Khalil Tate threw for 184 yards and one touchdown and one interception, but he couldn't find any of his usual running room and finished with minus 28 yards on the ground. That's impressive that Washington... Kept him to negative yards. And Beach, the Wildcats were hurt by four turnovers, including three lost fumbles. 
Wow. Yep. They so, need to get some pine tar. Yep. So, uh, I got the win there. You and Kyle mm-hmm. did not. All right, Beach. Last game of the week, Utah at Oregon State. And so for that game, that was one hell of a tailgater. Well, um, let's talk about the game first, Beach. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, that was one hell of a tailgater, Billy. Utah running back Zach Moss returned from injury and rushed for 121 yards and two touchdowns including a 91-yard scoring run in the opening quarter, and number 15 Utah routed Oregon State 52-7 on Saturday night. Utah quarterback Tyler Huntley threw for 247 yards, two TDs for the Utes, who were coming off a bye after downing Washington State to rebound from their lone loss the week before to USC. Now, Oregon State quarterback Jake Luton, chosen Pac-12 Player of the Week after accounting for six touchdowns against the Bruins, threw for 131 yards but was intercepted for the first time this season. Receiver is... Receiver Isaiah Hodgins, who went into the game, ranked second in the nation with an average of 126.4 yards receiving per game, was held to eight catches for 77 yards by a stout Utah defense. Now, the Utes, ranked 14th in the nation among FBS teams for total defense going into the game, also held Oregon State to just 48 rushing yards. It was the Beavs' worst home loss since 1991 when they fell to Washington 58-6. It was um, their... Their receivers and their defensive backs are so fast. Well, it's not even just that. That whole defense is fast. Yeah. That defense is incredibly fast. I could not believe how almost every time the Bees snapped the ball, the Utah was, was penetrating in the backfield with one linebacker or the other, blitzing a, a, a receiver, a, a, a defensive back. They were impressive. Mm-hmm. Not only is that team one uh, very upperclassman dominated, they're very fast and just talented, and two, that coaching staff had them ready to go. I mean, they were honed to a, a razor's edge. They knew mm-hmm. exactly what they wanted to do, both sides of the ball, and they executed to perfection almost all the time. Yeah, it was impressive. They, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt. I mean, I would have liked to have seen Oregon State have a little bit better showing in that game. Yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind, Utah is is an impressive team. Yeah. And, when they get, and and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they um, they go to the uh, Rose Bowl this year. Um, they're gonna have a very good shot. Uh, we'll know more this week um, as things move along. But yeah, I think they have a very good shot at winning the South. Uh, and I, I was just impressed. You know, this is the week after I said, oh. the Beavs might have the best offense in the Pac-12. Well, that came crashing down. That was I snake bit them right there. Yeah, you did. They just yeah. Um, they might they, as well put it. They stuffed. Hey. I mean, they they stuffed the running game every which way. Beavs couldn't really get much going. Um, just put the clamps on the receivers. You know, Hodgins had some good catches, but. They made it tough sledding for him. They made it just tough sledding for the Beavs. Period. That ninety-one yard run that Moss had. That was a record for an opponent against the Beavs. It was the longest run ever. Really? And what irritated me about that is the Beavs had that play stopped for no gain. Mm-hmm. If they could just make a freaking tackle. That would, I don't know where their tackling was, why their tackling was so bad this game, this, this week. It, it, their tackling looked poor, but you also got to give some credit to the other guy. That's Utah's an impressive team. 
I could not believe how fast he just beat our uh, yeah. our defense uh, uh, defensive backs there that they couldn't catch him. Yeah. So. So, but yeah. Um, and a couple guys blocked the wrong way. Yeah, and yeah, it was just see. it was just a, an impressive showing by Utah. Oregon State looked. Tell you what, they didn't look as bad as that 1991 58-6 loss to Washington. Washington went on to win the national championship that year, and they outclassed the Beavers in every way possible. And it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad a beating, but Oregon State still did not look good. No. No, not at all. So that's when you look at it, learn what you can learn, flush it, and move on. Yeah. Well, and there was one where we were that that inter- I didn't even see the interception. All I see is well, the guy running the wrong direction. Well, I, I mean, I think well, that was on a it was on a batted ball, and I think oh was that what it was? oh yeah it, he didn't it, the guy that intercepted it it was it was batted at the line of scrimmage and the linebacker you know caught it on the on the carom and and ran it back. Um, that I think they had five or six batted passes in that game because mm-hmm. they're just really yeah, good they're really good at getting the offensive lineman and then getting those hands up. Yeah. So even if you're not getting to the quarterback, you know, getting your hands up to, to get in those passing lanes, that, Huge. that's what you do. And also too, but you know, in this game, the Beavs had a lot of, uh, forced Utah into a lot of negative plays. They had a number of, they had a couple sacks. They had a number of tackles for a loss. You know, there's, there's glimpses there where, mm-hmm. where you can see, uh, you know, there's, there's glimpses, but they, they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do and a lot of growing to do. So, but Beach onto the tailgater. The tailgater was excellent. Yes, it was excellent, Billy. I think we went through about all of our damn food. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I had a pretty full bin of uh, deep fried goodness, and I had nothing left at the end. No, nothing. Uh, we went through almost all fifty pounds of that steak. We went through all the mm-hmm. bread. We cooked and went through almost all six pans of funeral potatoes. It was mm-hmm. impressive. It was impressive. A lot of people came out. And, you know, it's funny because people are like, is this how many people you, you normally have? And I'm like, well, this isn't even how many people have been here because people come in, they eat, they hang out for a little bit, and they move on to the next tailgate or they go over here. And, and that's kind of the cool thing about it. If you want to yeah. come and hang out the whole time, great. If you want to stop by, have some food, you know, revel in what's going on and, you know, move on down the road to the next thing, cool, do it. Yeah. You got anything was, to add? Uh... I got nothing to add. It was it was just the weather was nice. It was a little chilly in the morning, mm-hmm. but uh, it didn't. I didn't even felt it got too cold in the evening though. No, um, game. Good. So that was good. Yeah, it was uh, great, great we, weather. You know, for the, we didn't we have one year where it rained every freaking game. Yeah, there was a there was one year we had tons of rain. Like, so. Yeah, and so far the weather's been holding up pretty well for us. Yep. So, so now, that's been good. The next um, tip, I love the, the tri-tip. I think a lot of people love the tri-tip. Yeah, it's always a good one. Um, it's a good one to do for a big thing like that. It's tough on the little grill we have because that grill we have is not very big. And no, I've, you're, I've that's a lot of steak on that little grill. I know, and it's got it cooking like crazy. So, but I think it turned out pretty well. I think it turned out well. So, um, All right, Beach. Uh, ready to look at the Pac-12 in the polls? Sure. What do we got? We should be getting our first playoff poll here soon, but right now in the AP poll, Oregon checks in at number 12, Utah at 13, Arizona State 17, Washington 25, and Cal and USC are in the others receiving votes category. Now in the USA Today coaches poll, Oregon again at 12, Utah at 14, Arizona State 17, 
Washington 23, and Cal in the others receiving votes category. Okay. So there you go. All right, Beach. It is now time for the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the Week Award. Every week, I like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And this week, Beach, it goes to a fan. Was it that jackass who was sitting to the right of us who had that sign that said, worst, worst town I've ever been to? No, that that Utah okay. fan that had the sign that said "worst town I've ever been to." No, and obviously yeah. he hasn't been to a lot of towns. Evidently, the drunk bastard. You know, what was nice is even the other uh, Utah fans uh-huh. kicked him out of their section, and I think he finally was uh, taken out by by uh, security. He was just kind of a jerk. No, what? this actually goes to a fan at Penn State. Have you heard about the thing that happened at Penn State? I have not heard. What happened at Penn State, Billy? Well, Beach. Um, Penn State personnel confiscated T-shirts bearing the words, quote, chains, tattoos, dreads, and we are. The Nittly, that Nittly Lions football players were wearing during the pregame portion of Saturday's contest at Arizona. Now, do you know why they were wearing this? I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. I might need you to repeat that, that slogan. Okay, it said... Chains, tattoos, dreads, and we are. Okay. Why? What does that mean? Well, Beach, um, earlier in the week, uh, Penn State player Jonathan Franklin received an anonymous letter from a Penn State fan. I'm going to read you that letter right now. You ready? I'm ready. It said, Dear Jonathan, my wife and I are proud older graduates of Penn State. We follow all Penn State sports, football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball. We love it all. I played all the sports in my younger days. Still played full court basketball into my 50s. Loved the competition, but never had the size or talent to reach your level, though the desire was there. Though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, we miss the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your, well, awful hair. Surely there must be mirrors in the locker room. Don't you have parents or a girlfriend who have told you those shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive? We congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all Penn Staters, both current and alumni from years past. We would welcome the reappearance of dress code for athletes. You will certainly be playing on Sunday in the future, but we have stopped watching the NFL to the disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as though they've been there before. You know, okay, so here's here's my take on this. Well, I really don't care. Uh, you know, I let people be what they want to be. We all have opinions. Mm-hmm. Opinions aren't right or wrong. There are opinions. But there's certain things that if you have those opinions, you don't share those opinions because just, they don't need to be shared. Just keep it to your damn self. Exactly. Yeah. You don't write a letter to the kid and tell him that his hair looks like crap. I mean, I might go to you and look at some dude and be like, dude, that hair looks nappy as hell. How do you wash that crap? Well, man, you know, for me, I'm more concerned. You know, that's, that's my more concern on dreads. I don't really don't care about them. Other than I'm just always thinking that takes so much work. And how do you wash your hair? Well, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I, well, and, and people 
first of all, people sweat differently, right? Yeah, that's true. That's I, true. I, I need to shower regularly because I, I sweat and I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that, but different people have different ways. They sweat. Not everyone has mm-hmm. an aroma <laughs> through the day. That's true. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, that's for different yeah. people, but it's one of those things like, who the hell cares what you think? It, to me, it's like social media, right? I don't know how many times yeah. somebody will yeah. post something and then you got every asshole giving their opinion. And you yeah. know how many times I see something and I think, oh, I want to say something about this. And then I think, yeah, move along. Not yeah, it doesn't it. matter. Just, just move along. doesn't matter. If he's happy with his hair and he's happy with his tattoos. and Who cares? And, yeah. Yeah. I get tired of all the tattoos in, in, in sports now, be it the NFL or NBA or even freaking baseball. I'm not a – I don't like tattoos. I'm not a tattoo guy, but you know what? No, I mean, doesn't matter. Move on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to take the time to write a letter and send it that, to a player. That's what gets me is that he literally would write a letter to this player. Yeah. You know? And and see, I see guys – I don't I, – I think dreadlocks actually look cool. I think a lot of times I'm like, God, it's good looking hair. But as a bald guy, I guess I'm allowed to be envious, right? <laughs> right? Well, but, I but, always but like remember you telling me don't wear long hair playing football because it'll get grabbed. It's considered part of the uniform and they can grab it. Yeah. 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 And that, that's and that, always been that's my always, That's always my concern. And my, and my, my other concern, too, is how well your helmet fits with all yeah. that hair just kind of piled up there. But what are, who cares? It, I, I, it, that's, I, I think about that when I wonder if it fits well, but. In the long run, it doesn't matter <laughs> to me. You know, you know if, who, who really, if we were really concerned about the hairstyles, he should have uh, yelled at the Beatles back in the uh, back in the fifties and sixties, which is uh, really... because that that's when the trend started. Yeah. So if if that's the case, he should have nipped that crap in the butt. You know, well, who, about it. Half and straight, really, though. when it comes down to it, who cares? The guy's yeah. a football player. You know, let him do. What yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now. Um, the, the 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 coach was a little the coach for Penn State was a little mad because he didn't like the fact that the players were wearing the shirts only because he thought they dealt with it as a team before that and he hadn't mm-hmm. been aware of the t-shirts and so that's why he had his t-shirts removed but uh, but um I, I just I, I'd be like to the point you know <clears throat> so and and again there's a couple different things on this one you know I'm just like why um, you get a nasty letter like that. You know what the best thing to do with a letter like that is? Just throw in the trash and ignore it and act like you never got it. Yeah. Well, and I, but I, but I, but I, but I could also, yeah, but I could just, also. Why waste my time? Well, your but, opinion doesn't matter to me. You know, and the best thing you can ever do to somebody that that's an ass is ignore them. Yeah. You know that that that's what I've always learned getting you know as I've grown up is somebody who's an asshole. You know, you 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 want to you say stuff in your head. And you think stuff in your head, but the best way to get back at somebody is just to ignore them because the whole thing they're trying to get from you is a rise. Yeah. And if you don't give them that, well, then I they, don't, they, they, this, maybe that's not this guy. This guy just sounds like an arrogant prick anyway, but yeah. 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 Well, and, and so coach Franklin at, at Penn state said of the redshirt junior, Jonathan Sutherland is one of the most respected players in our program. He's the ultimate example of what our program is all about. He's a captain. He's a Dean's list honor student. He's confident, he's articulate, he's intelligent, he's thoughtful, he's caring, and he's committed. Well, that that right there already already destroys the other guy's argument, you know? Yep. I mean, I guess with the, to me, it is so superficial, yep. you know? It, it would be one thing if the kid was out there, you know, doing drugs, was caught speeding, was caught with, 
with uh, hookers and blow. Um, exactly. You know, doing the stuff that you and I do on a normal weekend. <laughs> you know, we expect more better from players. Yeah, and and, uh, and he's what he's what you want a player to be. Absolutely. And, I mean, if he's on the freaking Dean's list, and if he's got ta- um, tattoos and, and dreads, who cares? Sometimes that's always awesome when the guy who you least expect to be uh, who doesn't look the part. It's always awesome. D. Snyder of Twisted Sister testifying Absolutely. before Congress. Exactly. Yep. Here's this yeah. rocker with long hair who wears makeup, yet he's articulate well, and intelligent. Oh shit! How do we deal with this? Or Alice Cooper going to church on Sunday. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Always the best. So to that Penn State fan who took time to be an asshole and send a letter to a player, this week's Jackass of the Week Award. (laughs) Is for you. All right, Beach. People need more to do with their time if they have time to write a letter. Yeah, exactly. All right, Beach, it is time to move on to the musical interlude of the week. Now, originally Kyle was going to do this week, but he did not have time. So he's going to do next week. Okay. So I'm going to do this week. And uh, Dano will be happy about this because it was from one of the bands that he mentioned. Now, Rat? Rat? No, not not Rat. Rat? Not Rat. Okay. (laughs) Still not Rat. Okay, Beach, this song is a single by the British rock band Dire Straits, taken from their 1985 studio album, Brothers in Arms. Now, the song's lyrics are written from the point of view of two working-class men watching music videos and commenting on what they see. The song features a guest appearance by Sting, singing background vocals, providing both the signature falsetto introduction and the backing chorus of I Want My MTV. The groundbreaking video was also the first to be aired on MTV Europe when the network launched on August 1st, 1987. Now, Beach, mm-hmm. this song was Dire Straits' most commercially successful single, peaking at number one for three weeks in the U.S., number one for three weeks in the U.S. Top Rock Tracks chart, and number four in the band's native United Kingdom. And you know what the song is? Well, I would like to point out that it was also Brad Barcroft's dad's, Gail Barcroft's, favorite song it's true you know that yep so the song is money for nothing and it won the grammy award for best rock performance by a group or or duo with a vocal in 1986 at the 28th annual grammy awards and the video also won video of the year at the third mtv video music awards now mark knopfler who's the lead singer and kind of lead guy of dire straits now he modeled his guitar sound on zz top's british on zz top's guitarist billy gibson's trademark guitar tone as Easy Top's music videos were already a staple of early MTV. Mm-hmm. Now, according to Knopfler, he was in New York and stopped by an appliance store. Now, at the back of the store, they had a wall of TVs, which were all tuned to MTV. Now, Knopfler said there was a man working there dressed in a baseball cap, work boots, and a checkered shirt, delivering boxes, who was standing next to him watching. Now, as they were standing there watching MTV, Knopfler remembers the man coming up with lines such as, quote, What are those? Hawaiian noises, that ain't working, etc. Now, Knopfler asked for a pen to write some of these lines down and then eventually put those words to music. Now, the first person narrating character in the lyrics refers to a musician, quote, banging on the bongos like a chimpanzee and a woman, quote, sticking in the camera, man, we could have some fun. Now, the narrator also describes the singer as, quote, that little faggot with the earring and the makeup and bemoans... 
Yeah, and be- well, and they've taken crap for those for those lyrics, but it also bemoans that these artists quote get money for nothing and chicks for free, which is all things that he heard the that Knobler heard the actual guy say. None of those things that he, yeah, but none of those things he said at the time were considered outrageous or out of line. No, and and again, I, I don't want to get into the politics of of, yeah. of that language. You got to look at the time it was written. You can't mm-hmm. judge. You can't judge something with today's glasses. Yeah. You got to look at it back then, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it was great stuff. That video was cutting edge. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, nowadays we look at it. I mean, anything you look at in the '80s, you kind of look at and laugh. But at the time, that was amazing. They they had characters moving, digital characters moving through a digital background. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fantastic. And and they did have the little snippets of the of the videos in there. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a it was almost like a pre Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was it was it was great. So here now, Beach is money for nothing.
love that song. It's great. Great song. Great song. Yep. And you gotta love you got well, and I so and I also read something about Sting. That part right there. So mm-hmm. they were all they were at some place where the band was recording and Sting was also there too, and he would come over and eat with them, right? And so they said, hey, you got to come listen to this song that we're, that was almost done. And so he listened to it. He's like, okay, that's it, you bastards. <laughs> You're making another hit right there. And uh, they're like, well, do you think you could add anything to it to make it better? And that's where he came up with his falsetto part at the beginning. Nice. Yeah. So. All right, Beach, uh, let's get moving along here. It is now time for week number eight in the Pac-12. We're going to preview it. I've got Kyle's picks here. Let me open my phone. He actually sent me his picks from the concert he was at right now. Is he going to see Jonas Brothers too? He's in Utah, dum-dum. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So uh, that's what – it was going to be about what his pick was this week, but he's going to save it for next week. Okay. I've got a bunch of friends that I'll post it on Facebook that they're all at the Jonas Brothers concert tonight. Mm, Great. Yeah. All right, Peach. Um, First up – Too bad Kyle's not seeing it. I'm sure he's missing out. First up – First up, our game. We have one game on Thursday, October 17th, UCLA at Stanford. UCLA at Stanford. No question in my mind, Stanford. I, too, am taking Stanford. Kyle says Stanford because Chip Kelly. (laughs) So there you go. All right, Beach, all the rest of the games are on Saturday the 19th. First up, Oregon at Washington. Ooh, the great battle. Hmm. Beach is taking Washington. Really? Yes. Okay, well, Kyle said, dogs go duck hunting. And I, too, am taking Washington. Really? Yeah. I'm not sold on Oregon yet. I'm not either. I'm not either. And, you know, <laughs> this sounds really bad, but I feel like every time we go up to Washington and we play up there, the refs are always biased and we get thrown under the bus and the dogs win. Uh, <laughs> I saw four I, I saw four straight wins up there in the mid-2000s by the Beavs, So Yeah, no, but there's been some where the, the officiating has been very one-sided. So anyway, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> All right, up next, Beach. Arizona State at Utah. Oh. Yeah, for the lead in the South. Actually, that's actually that's actually going to be a pretty tight game, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, not not tight enough. So I think it's going to be Utah. Well, not tight enough, and well, you know, football doesn't play to a tie. So, Beach is going Utah. Okay, Kyle said Utah essentially had a bye week last week. So Utah. That's sad. I too am taking Utah. I just I, I keep You're seeing... just take every... No, I'm actually no, writing just... I'm I'm writing these down before you even pick yours. Um okay. um I was gonna say uh I'm not sold on Arizona State. I see them keep me neither, but I think they're I think they're decent though. I, I yeah, they're not bad, but they keep slipping by games. I'm like they easily should have lost that game, but they won again. So, all right. Um, up next, Colorado at Washington State. Ooh, another interesting one. 
Will the Cougs can the Cougs actually Coug against Colorado? That's a question. Can they honestly struggle against a bad team? Or collapse it? Well, they did it they did it at UCLA. Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna go with Washington State. Okay, I too am taking Wazoo. Kyle says, remember when Wazoo looked like the team to beat? Arizona. So I think wow. he, so I think he screwed that up there because Washington State's playing Colorado. So yeah. Kyle, you'll need to send me a text and let me know. <laughs> Do you want Colorado or Washington State? And then Arizona or or USC. I imagine it's Colorado and Arizona, but I'm gonna leave it blank until he lets me know. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, you and I are both taking Wazoo. Up next, Beach, Arizona at USC. Uh, I'm going to take USC. <laughs> I, too, am taking USC. Um, I'm just, again. You I'm, just want to secure your lead. That's I'm, all you want to do. I'm not. You're like, now I will just copy everything Beach says because now that I'm in the lead, all I have to do is match Beach. No, that's all I have to do. No, trust me, I want to destroy you. I want to destroy you. If I can beat you by fifty, that wouldn't be enough. But, but yeah. anyways, um, but no, I, I had written USC down before you picked yours. And then Beach, Oregon State at Cal. Yeah. Oh, oh, I wonder if they're still serving sausages there at the stadium. I don't know. Jess and I have talked about going down, but we're just not we're just not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, it'd be fun, but um, okay. I'm thinking um, Beach Beach is gonna take OSU on this one. I too am taking OSU. Kyle says so. Hopefully the Beavs get over Billy jinxing them by claiming they had the best offense in the Pac-12. Beavs. Yeah. So, all right, there we go. It's like it's like you put them on the cover of the Sports Illustrated. That's pretty much what you did right there. Pretty much. So, well, yeah. Beach, um, Jess and I had talked about driving down to that game, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. If the game was a little bit later in the afternoon, possibly, but an eleven thirty game kickoff and we'd be driving down, and it's just too much, too much. So we're just going to watch it at mm-hmm. home. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm probably just going to watch home too. So it should be, uh, you know, it should be a good game. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, Utah's or Colorado's got a. Let's get the right school. Cal has a really good defense. Their offense hasn't looked that good, especially since they lost their starting quarterback. So we'll just have to see how the Beavs bounce back. And that's really what it comes down to. The Beavs need to bounce back. Yeah, I was listening to uh, the the recap on uh, on the radio after the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, all the players really knew they were going to have a tough struggle with this one. Yep. They just said, they kept saying they were just so physical. They were so physical. We just got to get better. Yeah. And you that's know? what it comes down to. If I mean, if you look at them, the other team was just bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So. so. All right, Beach. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 130 of Illegal Participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, there's a couple ways to get in touch with us. HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com, at HeinrichTailgator on Twitter, HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Remember to listen and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, remember to leave a rating and view. You, 
can also use Stitcher Radio app or Google uh, Play Podcasts or your favorite podcaster. Beach. Billy. It's been great. We're down to two tailgaters left this season. I know. We're over the hump. It's kind of weird. We're halfway through the season. We've only got six games down, six games to go. we got to win them all to be able to go to a bowl game. Now you need to win four of the six. That's, well, you need to win all of them to go to a good bowl game. Six and six will get to your bowl <laughs> I, I agree with you. All righty. Well, uh, thanks, Beach. And until uh, next week, here's a great big Go Beavs. Okay, I've got the song today. You've got an update? I hope so. It's not very good, but it'll start some dialogue. Anything else I need to know? Um, anything else you need? I don't know. Just Google. Okay, let me see here. Bill. Updating our scores. So the question is, did Washington or Arizona win? That is the question, is it not? That okay. Is. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Welcome to illegal participation. <laughs> that was pleasant. Thank you. My throat is so destroyed. Can, can you, and can, I only yelled can like you four times now? at the game. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Well, see, you got to use your, your mute button so you can do this and then come back from the mute. And then do this so you can't hear me, but then mm-hmm. come back from the mute. Okay. All right. Yeah, but my voice is still shot. Yeah. yeah, and I swear, I only yelled like four times, did I not? I know. I haven't been yelling much at the at the games either. But when I do yell, yeah, you know, I'm pretty intense. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heinrich Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced to the Heinrich Tailgater. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to. <laughs> uh, don't cut that out. Leave that shit in. <laughs> I'll probably put it at the end. Okay. <laughs> you have all, the U of the U of getting bad as you. <laughs>